We're good to go. Just rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. Just rolling. Good morning. Should we make a countdown again? See what happens? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's doing it. Uh, welcome back. Thank we made, you. We made it. Thank you. We Great did to it. be here. Should we retire? Yeah. I mean, we started, we started hard. We started fresh. Oh, my God. You just wished that. Did it really go in? High five. Yes. Well done. Well done. I didn't even practice that. No, that was impressive, actually. Thank you. <clears throat> you I got that on camera, right? I think it's important to note that we have a little Tykes basketball hoop in our office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and behind you, and there's Patricia, we have a shuffleboard table, um, uh, which is quite the amazing feat. Shuffleboard us. is incredible. You, so that, that table is 12 feet. Is the, it's the plane? No, the whole thing is 12 feet. Yeah. So we're on the second floor here of the headquarters in downtown Juneau Beach, right? Mm. And to get this thing up the stairs... And to actually get it up to this office was quite amazing because it wouldn't fit in the regular elevator. Um, I hope that the fire department isn't listening. There's no easy uh, stairway. Yeah, there really isn't. It's not. Um, I'm thinking about turning. Guarded by beautiful rugs. <laughs> yes, uh, but there is a what do you call it? Um, like freight a, elevator. A freight elevator. Yeah. We had to literally pick this thing up, shove it into the freight elevator. Mm-hmm like unscrew like the ceiling on there and we we probably steven had maybe like a centimeter of play so you're telling me they they ship that table fully put together it's three pieces it's the top level and then the two legs okay that's it wow wow i would have thought so, that they would have made that a bit more convenient for so assembly pack, so assembly of that thing was probably 20 minutes really easy but it weighs i would say a couple hundred pounds wow what do you think bezos thinks of this of what the fact that they shipped that such large We didn't get structure. it from Amazon. Wow. No, Did we get it from Amazon? You had to have gotten it from Amazon. Where else would you buy anything these days? Um, like PartyCentral.com. You know, Toys R Us. Whew, poor guys. They <laughs> gave it a heck of a run. Heck of a run. But uh, I was thinking about that this morning on the way in. I said, you know, <clears throat> it's amazing how what, you know, 20 years ago was the, the norm that I, if you had told me in 20 years Toys R Us will not be around anymore, right. I would have said you're crazy. What do you yeah. mean? There's kids are kids are kids. Kids love toys, you know. But nowadays, it just seems like Amazon has taken over the world. What was your what, like when you think of Toys R Us and the toy that you got when you were little? What was it? Well, I I certainly um, I loved model airplanes. Oh. Yeah, I was really weird with that. Um, I loved putting models together: cars, airplanes, boats, whatever it might be. But when I really wanted to get my thrills off, I'd go over to the section where I can get like the Jeep Wrangler. You know what I mean, or something like that. Uh, Take the top down, you know, <laughs> take the top down convertible. I remember uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are the ones okay. that I would just go there and get. Yeah, um, yeah. Toys R Us was a great place. Yeah. Great place in the world. But uh, Good know. segue to Toys R Us. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I don't know why I got started with the Amazon and Toys R Us. I was just thinking it's, it's incredible, all these, all these um, American no, institutions going out of business. I mean, Amazon's doing a – I actually like what they're doing. Um, it's incredible I, for a consumer. I always like to talk with my marketing buddies, like, what, what happens after Amazon? They're like – you kidding? This is it. I was like, no, it's not the yet. There's always going to be an evolution, a deconstruction of something. So what is it that's past Amazon? Wow. I mean, realistically, though, I feel like we're we're 50 years away from that, don't you think? From what? The de- so I don't see the internet going away. Yeah, I think it's a fad. Uh, okay. I just Facebook. My, I'm not sure if they're going to be around. I use, <laughs> I use my rotary phone to call Stephen. No, last but seriously, night. I don't. I don't see the internet going anywhere. I um, I think that um. The way of the future is going to be online purchases. I think department stores that sell clothing yeah. are going away. I think Do you the know malls- there's a Burlington Coat Factory that just opened up on North Lake? 
Wow. Yeah, so completely debunking your Okay, idea. okay. Well, talk to me in six months and see if they're still there. <laughs> My mom went there and I was like, do they still sell coats? And she's like, yeah, but they also sell like stuff like Kmart. And I was thinking, well, first of all, in South Florida, why would you have a Burlington coat factory? That's what I was going to say to you. Uh, but then they also sell like just like home stuff. Well, I mean, you know, there are things, you know, when you're, when you know, like home goods, if you will, if you go to stores like this, you know, you'd like to touch, to feel, to so see. So what about Ikea though? Is there, so Ikea has done really well. I've never um, got behind Ikea. Why not? You know, I just felt like the, and I don't want to sound horrible here. Yeah, do it, please. sound horrible. I felt like the furniture was very cheap. And also, when I buy furniture... This, this entire office is outfitted in Ikea. So like I, I said, it's cheap. <laughs> um, no, but seriously. And then you have to put it together. That's the worst. That causes um, divorces. All the... Yeah. What? Yeah. Lots of fights and families putting together Ikea furniture. Could have sprung for the extra hundred had it put together. No, exactly. Yeah, no. But you know what? That's another thing. And I, and, and so I want to tell a quick story about that Ikea please. stuff, and I'll bring it up. And this is, I like to pride myself on being an amazing business person and coming up with good ideas right. and building us to where we've been and all that stuff. I had a terrible business business move. Um, yes, yeah, the first time making this public. Um, so last year, um, we got... Uh, this new office, which I really like. Mm. And we went to Ikea and I, Ra- Ralph, who's no longer with us. He's still alive, uh, but he's no longer with us. Uh, we got a U-Haul truck. On. We got a U-Haul truck and filled it full of Ikea furniture. Just okay. stuffed it full. And we probably spent a good, I mean, I'm outfitting a, a, an office. Uh, so we probably spent like three or 4,000 mm-hmm. bucks, maybe even more than that mm. on getting all these desks and couches and stuff like that. So get back, and I'm just a really impulsive type of guy. You may know you may know that about really? me. Um, and I needed to run. I needed to go somewhere. I needed to help like my father-in-law do something. And so I wanted like the office put together. This is on a Thursday, I think, right, Steve? And um, so I look at these two, and they said, "Okay, well, let's get to putting this together." And I was like, "Guys, you know what? It's gonna be a while before you actually get this thing together. It's probably gonna take you through the weekend to do it." And they're like, "No, we can do this today. We'll have it done by tomorrow." Seriously, but jokingly, I said, "Listen, I'll give I'll give you both two thousand bucks a piece if this is put together by the end of the day." Laughing my butt off yeah. as I'm walking out to the elevator. I bet at, you they got a bunch of it done. At five thirty, I call them, and Ralph said, "You should probably come by the office." And I walked into the office, and everything was wow. put together. Hopefully, you didn't pay them. I did pay them. Oh, boy. Um, but because it was a, a bad, and I, was, I don't I think I ever told you this. I told you that story before, but mm. um, because it was my decision, um, I actually paid out um, some of it personally as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, but from all that, you, you reported it and everything. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we outfitted it. So I really, I really like our office vibe here. I it's think beautiful. It's, I, think it's, I think it's pretty cool. It really is. Uh, PJ, what's your favorite part about the office? You don't have to pick it up. I'm just going to jam you up. You're fine. Just okay. tell me. Just Yeah, the hoop. The hoop. Yeah, the hoop's important. Yeah. Um, I'm one for one today. <laughs> I wouldn't try that again for a week. One for one. <laughs> so um, so we talked a little bit about the whole NFL kneeling and stuff yesterday. Sure did. Um, and you are, unlike me, a massive sports fan. Mm. Um, so I have a question for you, which mm. was, I saw all of these guys on Facebook, like, 50-year-old guys with, like, red skin starter jackets mm. and everything and season tickets and burn. It was very – for me, it was extremely comical to see grown men, like, burning their stuff. Yeah. Getting teary-eyed about their stuff because they just couldn't believe that their members of their team did not stand for the national anthem. 
So they were going to burn their stuff in the backyard. Mm. I found that extremely comical. Again, I stand for the national anthem. I'm fine if somebody wants to kneel. But I think that if you make such a big deal about that where you're crying over your starter jacket and you're burning it, um, I think we need to grow up a little bit when it comes to that mm. standpoint. But we talked about this the other day. Um, you were you didn't like the fact that people kneeled. Again, cool. I understand where you're coming from. But yeah. did you still watch on Sunday? Um, admittingly, I did. Um, I, I will you stop? I watching? will not stop watching NFL football. Do you think the majority um, of the United States who watch football? Yeah, I I actually watched it. I was like, oh, I'm kind of I'm interested now. I yeah. want to see who stands. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. I want to pick the colors now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought it was incredible. Um, the the backlash has been incredible. I think that for me, obviously, you know where I stand on this. I think that um, I think that they should be standing. I think that they should salute the flag. I think it's bigger than a lot of different sure. things. But I don't want to I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But um, personally, I will not boycott the NFL. I enjoy watching it way too much. And for me, quite frankly, they are paid actors, and they're acting, and I will watch their performance. And will will your favorite team is the New York Jets. Ooh, I wish you didn't say that out loud. The Jets. Oh, that's horrible. The green team. The green team. The green team. Yes. Um, where were you disappointed in any of your players? Or were you just kind of like, let's just get this over with and let's see the game? I was. I think we focused too much on this. Yeah. I think we... Um, we are in a time where with social media and, and, and everybody having a voice that um, <clears throat> we like to publicize stupidity. Um, not saying that what they're doing is stupid, but um, if we don't call attention to it, nobody does it, right? So I blame us as a society for cultivating this type of, um, this type of situation in these situations through, through, through various aspects of life, not just sports. Sure. And I understand where you're coming from. I think you should be able to protest whatever, whenever and however you want. Well, so Non-violently, right? Of, of course, Non-violently. of course, of course. He was coming out I, throwing up double birds. Yeah. No, I wish they would, um, I wish they would protest a little bit, a little bit differently. Okay. So I like that question. So let me ask you this. Let's just say he's like, you know what? Or let's just say these players want to, um, they're protesting. They're not, and we should put this out there. They're not protesting the flag. They're not protesting military. They're protesting police brutality. Okay. But does, do people know that? Well, I think they're starting to understand that now because we're talking mm-hmm. about it. So in one way, they're, um, the people that are doing it, they're right. doing a good job because they're talking about it. Right. But let me ask you this. Let me pose this to you. Okay. Let's say these people say, fine, we're going to stand. But guess what? As soon as the national anthem's over, we're taking a T-shirt cannon, shooting a hundred shirts into the sh- into the stands that say "Protest Police Brutality." Would you feel better about that or worse? I don't think it's the time or the place. I don't. I, I think that once again, football and I, and in I know, general. Yeah, I, I, well, okay. They they are paid actors to do a job, and that is not a part of their job. I understand that they're using their publicity to try to make a statement. I wish they would go about it in a different way, do it on their own time. So no t-shirt cannons. No t-shirt cannons. What about if they go uh, into dirt while people are tailgating? You know what? Listen, pe- people can do whatever they want to do. They're going to do whatever right. they want to do. Um, I personally don't agree with it. I was very teary-eyed, quite frankly, when I saw Villanueva for the Steelers, being the lone Steeler out there supporting the flag, being an Army Ranger, a guy that says, you know what, guys? Police brutality is horrible, but guess what? I serve my country, and that flag means a lot more to me than it means to you. And it, and they will never understand that unless they go and serve their country. So with that said, that personally right there yep. made me enjoy NFL football even more. Did you see what Villanueva said last yesterday? I did not. He did come back and said that he regretted doing that. Um, I wonder why he regretted doing it. 
It's almost like he said it publicly, right? It's almost like he was getting backlash from his team, James Harrison, Ben Roethlisberger, who, by the way, wish they were out there too. Yeah, but you but I do understand the camaraderie of a team sure. and it should be one. Sure. But quite frankly, that is something that um, – that is something that I really enjoyed seeing, that, that man putting all of this aside and saying, I'm going to salute my country that I served, regardless of what the sure. situation is. I actually, as somebody who, and again, I think it's fine. I like that these people are taking a knee and bringing sure. this. We've talked about this. But on the flip side of it, and this is, I'm open-minded, I appreciated him standing out there by himself, too. Right. It's because you're also saying, well, this is how I strongly feel, so right. I'm going to take this action while other people are taking that. I like yeah, that, too. Certainly I like subjective. both. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, it's fine. Listen, I, you know, you, you, you see a lot of these... Uh, you see a lot of these places around the around the country now, you know, boycotting football and and not watching or serving serving the games um, at their local establishments, mostly via uh, veterans uh, posts around the country. Um, I don't think it'll last, quite frankly. I think that'll only go so far. But you know, if they feel good about what they're doing for now, then that's fine. So you think the guy that burned his starter jacket will eventually go back to like crawl and slither his way back into the store? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he jacket. woke up the next day with burning remorse. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so. know what he did instead of this is probably a guy who's been watching football his entire life on Sundays. Like, yeah. what did he do? I don't know. Do you think, I don't think he did the dishes. I don't think he did the dishes. But um, you bring up an interesting point, which is the time and place to do it. Um, there was just a story, I don't know if PJ's working on it or not, of there was a little boy, I don't know his age, um, who was, who decided to kneel mm. during the Pledge of Allegiance at mm. school. Um, oh boy, you're opening up a can of worms oh for me, yeah. aren't you? No, this is, this is good, this is good. Um, because, you know, and I don't know much, too much of the story, we're looking into it, we're going to publish it um, mm. later on thealternativedaily.com. Beautiful, go check yeah. it out, folks. And... Uh, and before I say into this, I think we're giving away. What are we giving away today? Well, we were going to continue the Berkey water filter giveaway. Yep, we're giving away another Berkey water filter. We'll tell you how to do that in a bit. We should always bring that up in the beginning. Remind I'm me. Okay. Sorry. Jeez. Anyways, so there was this. Do you get his age? Yes, he's a first grader. First grader. First grader. Who decided to take? How in, old are you in first grade, by the way? Uh, first grade. Sixteen. Six or seven. Oh, six, or, yeah. six or seven in first grade. Wow. Okay, so a six or seven year year old boy. Where, where, where was this in the world? Florida. Shocker. Is it news or is it Florida? Um, <laughs> so six or seven years old, kneels during the Pledge of Allegiance at school. Private school or public now, school? Uh, this was a public school. Public school. Public school. Now, first off, great to hear. Great to hear that they're still doing the Pledge of Allegiance because I was under the impression that that was no longer being done in schools, specifically public schools. They still do it. Okay. I, I know they don't do it in certain it's an places. It's, an option. it's yeah. an option. Okay. Well, so this school, please find the name of this school. We'll send a beautiful note to them. <laughs> um, so th he kneels during the Pledge of Allegiance. Go ahead. I love this. By the way, I love this dynamic because we definitely see on different sides, but I love that we talk about mm -hmm. this. This is great. It is wonderful. It's like the modern day um, Hannity and Combs. Yes, yes, Combs yes. died, though. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. It's a, it's and a Hannity, very sad. And Hannity uh, vapes. And Hannity vapes. Yeah. You should. Can you pull that up? I saw, I saw that. It's he fake vape. Hand, pull that video up, okay? Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about back that to the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, and then we'll get to Hannity yeah. vaping. Let's get to the real stuff. <laughs> so, um, six or seven-year-old boy um, mm -hmm. kneeling during the, the Pledge of Allegiance, mm -hmm. right? Um, the this this I'm sure what happens is he saw what happened on Sunday and everything like that. 
I bring it back to two things, right? And I'm going to contradict myself. There is, um, again, this kid was not throwing up double birds. He was not punching anybody. He was not picking. Well, who knows if he wasn't picking his nose. Sure. Um, But he was decided to take a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Now, um, in school, if there are rules that say you must stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, um, then you have to follow the rules. Um, sure. If you want those rules changed, because let's say this little kid wants to, per- let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say he knows about it and wants to protest police brutality rather than just being like people on TV. Let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Then he should have a conversation with his parents. And then the three of them, and I know he's six or seven, but if he's enough to understand this stuff, they should go and want to talk to the teacher and to the principal right. and tell them, say, how can mm-hmm. I, how can I respectfully do this? If this is, if this is in the rule book, if it's not in the rule book as a school administrator, what do you do? You, mm. you don't. I don't think you punish the kid. I don't think you mm. discipline him. I think you talk to him and you talk through it and try to get his standpoint and not immediate. Because what's going to happen is everybody's going to immediately point the finger at him and his parents when really it just should be a discussion of. And they don't need to even do it in front of the class, right? Sure. Oh no. Do of it, course do it, not. And especially at that age, pull him inside. You're not in trouble. Let's just talk about what what happened here, right? That, absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, um, I think it should be done in private. I think I would love. I would love to know his reasoning for doing it. Sure. I would love to know his understanding of what he's doing. Um, because at six or seven years old, while uh, th- this is what I said to you two days ago, um, I'm not sure he understands the gravity of what he's doing. It certainly isn't the end of the world by sure. doing what he's doing. But these NFL players, by doing what they're doing, and whether they want to believe it or not, they are shaping the future. They are shaping the young minds of the future. Certainly not more than, than teachers in school, but um, they are a very strong social influence. Sure. So I would love to know, before I can quite frankly even comment on it, what he is thinking and why he is doing what he is doing. I would love to be taken back by his response, but sure. I am confident he doesn't understand what he is doing. And it's hard to fully understand the extent of it at you six know? or seven. So, um, but talking about the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Um, I can give you my opinion on it, certainly. I'm, I'm sure you know where I stand. I, I, I think it's something that's been done. Um, do you think it should been be a free nation? I think, think it, it absolutely should, should be mandatory. And I think mandatory. regardless so of the federal your, government should tell little kids that they should pledge their... Not the federal government, the school, the which school. is ultimately run by the federal government. But it also could be private. So sure. private entities as well. No, it, it's just something that should be done. It's the Pledge of Allegiance to our flag. You are sitting in a classroom getting the best education in the world in this country mm-hmm. because people fought for you to be able to do that. So the least you can do is take 30 seconds out of your day to say your pledge of allegiance to the flag. And quite frankly, if you don't want to pledge allegiance to the flag, why are you here? So at why what, are you here? At what point do we, are we, do we not have to pledge allegiance to the flag? If I go get gas, cause this is a really good place to live, no, right? Should I, I go I think pledge allegiance to go get gas? I don't, I don't see how that, that's, we have pretty good grocery stores that exist here in this country should i pledge allegiance when i walk through there no 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 it's okay. see this is the thing what it what like where is the where i'm just where yeah. is that line drawn where no, i say it's a great question. i have to pledge allegiance to the flag i have to pledge allegiance to this country like do we do it once a week do we once no, a day? i think you do it daily in school the way we've done it since we've been around since we've been a free nation since we've been able to do what we've been doing i don't think that um it should be an option Quite frankly, that's my perspective of it, right? Um, now, doing the national anthem before a sporting event, and, and listen, you know where I stand on this, everybody, but 
I do, I do question it. It's a great question. Why do we still do the national anthem before we play sports? Why didn't we do it before we did the podcast? We should have done it. <laughs> I probably couldn't have we done it. We should have done it. No, but seriously, why do we do it before we play sporting events? Well, the reason why they did it was after, I think, World War II um, to build in patriotism, which, of course, I, I believe was a good time to do it. You know, I Do you agree with patriotism? We have to define what that is. What do you mean by that? Like, do, you, do I wrap myself in the flag? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Um, and I like, I like. But are you proud of your country? Pr- are you proud to be living in the I United love, States of America? Is, are you proud of your freedom? I, mean, I haven't lived anywhere else, right? And I think, in terms of all privilege, we have this is a massive privilege for anybody okay. that's been built in the United Remember. States. This is great, right? So to get everything I mean, we get, yep. To take one minute out of your day, yep. To get enjoyment for three hours after you do it, sure. Is that not worth it to you? So daily, right? No, no. I'm talking about the, the national anthem before yeah. sporting events. Before, before, what if I don't watch sports? Then so where do I fill that void for the for the You don't have anthem? to fill that void. That's the point. Okay. That's the point. All we're simply saying is... For sports. For sports. Now... Figure skating? Yeah, absolutely. They don't do it before golf. They don't do it before golf. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, do I, you call your parents every day and thank them for the life that you have? Uh, no, but if That's, their parents were here no, that th- came over... But you see what I'm saying? Then Which maybe is, I would. They, I actually wish I could talk to them and say, thank you so much for making that decision to come to this free world. I get that. But I'm saying actually for actually for your parents having yeah. sex and birthing you. Mm, that's I'd how, prefer not to think of that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but again, it's kind of the same thing. Like if yeah, we should yeah, be yeah. thankful um, for the country that we live in, we should also be thankful that we're alive. And I Agreed. think, that, I think that what you're coming from is actually a good spot, which is to be grateful for what we that's have. All. That's all. That's all. I don't think that thankful. the rebellion is really going to provide anything but more divisiveness in this country, and I don't see what the point of that is. Um, I, I, I am proud of the country. Um, I just don't... The, the, where I, I guess, am different from most folks is that um, uh, when I look at the, the flag, you know, I, it reminds me of the country, which is great, but the flag itself, I don't look as a false idol. And I think a lot of people look mm. at that as a false idol. Um, you know, uh, explain that. What, what does sure. that mean? I was, false about, idol. I was thinking about this today in the shower, um, which is, um, we've talked about this before, um, is a lot of people that claim to be patriots and, mm. and, and, uh, patriotism seem to also be, uh, how do I say this? Um, more religious than most. Mm. Would you agree with that or not? I think that that's a fair statement. Okay, so I'm not broad brushing, but let's say that's a generality, right? And I think that a lot of that's us... That's a generality is what it is. Yeah, but I think... Because lo- I do know a lot of people that have served this country sure. and, and, and aren't necessarily religious. Totally. But I, w- I would side with just, you and let's say... Let's just go down that's, that path. That, that's a very fair okay. generalization. Um, and so, and if you look at somebody who's religious, if you look at somebody and let, say, let's even narrow that down even forward to, from a Christian standpoint too, right? Um, there's only one God, right? And when Moses went up the mountain to talk to God, you know, in the first, in the first Testament, in the Old Testament, not the first the one, the old, not the second Testament, all right, the Old Testament, uh, God was kind of pissed and was like, listen, they're down there like worshiping like this golden cow, this golden calf, go fucking do something mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He went down, took the tablets, boom, destroyed them, mm-hmm. right? And because the point of that is, and I'm not a highly religious person at right. all, but I actually do enjoy the stories that are in the Bible. And I think this was a good story of saying, that you've let something become almost as high as me, you need to knock that down. 
And so I think for what a lot of people in from a patriotism, it's okay to love America. It's okay to love the flag. It's okay to love all that stuff. But for, I think for some people, there's this massive mental attachment to it where it's almost as high as God. And God's not American. God wasn't born here. Sure. Jesus wasn't American. You know what? Jesus was from the Middle East. I don't know if I can say that. Um, but it's it's something that I think that more Americans should be aware of, that it's okay to have pride. It's okay to... It's okay to um, be grateful of this country, but you can't look at this thing as a false idol. It is a piece of fabric, mm. right? Um, when you go to communion, you're a Catholic, and you go to communion, Catholics believe that the communion turns actually into the body of Christ, Jesus, right? Yes. That's the transubstantiation. Do you mm. know that? Um, there's nothing in here about the flag that this is actually the blood of people. It symbolizes it, sure. totally get it, sure. but it's actually not. It's a piece of fabric. So I think that there needs to be a balance for, for more of the patriots to see that look i get it like this is extremely important but like this isn't a false idol this isn't god this isn't something that um it's you can die for the ideas but whether it's just a piece of fabric we just need to be careful with Mm -hmm. it's because for most religious people when i'm coming back full circle that um there should only be one power one God, one idol. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and so that's my concern about the false idol to come full circle. Yeah, sure. I mean, with the religion thing, which I also don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We'll save, um, that. We'll save that for episode 23. Yeah, there you go. Um, everybody has a right. That's the great thing about yeah. our country to to believe what they want to believe. Yes. Whatever it is. So, what if that thing is that the Earth is but flat? But there is one thing that everybody needs oh. to be on the same page about, What's and that? that is you live in the land of the free. And you should respect the land of the free, and you should pay your respects to that flag for the people that died for that Is flag. Is Puerto Rico the land of the free? Um, you know what? I really don't know the answer to that. Yeah. It's a territory. I really don't know. I've never and been to Puerto Rico. We need Rico. to give them more aid. I do feel horrible about those folks down there going through what they're going through. I think 97% of the island is still without power. I did look to see, like, if we, if, and again, how ignorant I am, I was like, could you take a boat there? Could we take a boat there, right? Mm. Um, and it would be, it would actually take like one and a half to two days to take that while you'd actually have to refill like along the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. So I think that that might not be doable for us to take a boat there. Um, but I think by continuing to donate and continue to talk about it, um, and not let it go is going to be extremely important because they're not going to be rebuilt next week. It's just not going to happen. No, but we need to get to a situation where those people have, uh, power, you know, running water and food available to them, which is uh, obviously still, crazily enough, in 2017, not available. As of this podcast right now, 97% of people... Without power still. Yeah. And there's actually... And listen, if you guys don't know about Florida or the Caribbean in the sense of the climate, obviously, I know you know there's palm trees and it's warm, but I cannot trust you enough. It's it's September 26th, and it's 100 degrees out with humidity. So it is not a comfortable... (laughs) <laughs> you look good today. Good call on the, the non-gray. Uh, it is not a comfortable position to be in without power and, and air conditioning. So, uh, unfortunate. So, you said land of the free. and We should be able to believe and do as we, as we so speak, try, believe, whatever. Mm-hmm. What about the earth being flat? Can we believe that? Ooh, great question. Um, I guess, you know what? I guess you can believe that. I would like for somebody to... 
uh, believe that and then show me proof. So we start. <laughs> so we so we did a story yesterday about there's a rapper. I actually like his music. B.O.B. B-O-B yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I dig it. Um, and if there wasn't licensing issues, I'd play it for you right now while I'm talking about it. Mm. Uh, but uh, my man thinks that the earth is flat and actually started a GoFundMe page for $200,000 to, is it to get, buy a satellite, rent a satellite? Um, PJ, you read it. Yeah, it's uh, to buy a satellite. It's to buy a satellite? Well, you could buy a satellite for $200,000. Apparently, DOD found a way to just buy spans with that money. Wow. That's, that's the Amazing. Let, let, let's let's do a sidebar here for a second. Yeah. What do we think about this GoFundMe stuff? What do you mean? What do you think about GoFundMe? Um, do you think it should be used for things like I this? Think, no, I think for things like this, absolutely not. Okay, no, because cool, cool. the guy makes, what do we say, $8 million? That's right? what I mean. So why does he need why people? Why not? Why wouldn't he pay for it, Steve? Yeah, but the, uh, the basis of GoFundMes and Kickstarters and all of those Indiegogos right. is to crowdsource funds. Totally. Okay. Wish they'd spend their time doing things more important. Right, well, but let, hey. me, let me debunk <laughs> that. Let me debunk that. Right? Okay. Um, we decided that um, we want to try and create another um, apparel company. Right? Well, I didn't ask people to fund it. We just took our money and started it. Yeah. Asking people to pay for your own idea is. I think it's selfish. If, I think it goes against everything. It, it goes against everything. I do. If, however... I'm polarizing, guys. I, I love it. If, however, like he's trying to send $200,000 of aid down to um, uh, Puerto Rico, right. totally get it. Oh, right? my God. That 200000 would turn into $2 million. Totally. That's what right? he should be doing. But he's trying to get a satellite to see the flat Earth. Again, I told you we could prove this with probably five grand. Totally uh, prove it. What do we need? Four drones? Um, you just need... <laughs> I don't think drones can go that high. You need like a weather balloon. Send that t- thing straight on up. Take the fish eye off. Right. Stephen pointed out to me. Take the fish eye off so it doesn't look rounded. And you can literally see the curvature of the earth. And here's the other thing. You can go on YouTube and just search these types of videos. And you can literally see as it goes in the atmosphere. Bleep, a little curvature of the earth. It's amazing. Mm. Right? Unless it's a conveyor belt. Which Brianna said that it could be a conveyor belt. Um, so flat earth. I think that... I'm on the vote that it's it's round. I, w- I would like to agree with the fact that it's round, but uh, I like the, I, I, I like, like the, the questioning. I like the question. I like the questioning, but I it's like questioning. it's almost like you know maybe we should we should not question everything like that. No. You know? Hexagon. Oh my goodness. Well, technically, it's not perfectly round because you have mountains and stuff like if that. If anybody's ever been to Epcot, it looks like the golf ball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is a good time to bring up how you can win your Berkey water filter. Email us at podcast at the alternative subject line Berkey, you know, comments, snide remarks. Tell us why you hate Matt and Jake. Um, yep. and, uh, we'll send you a smiley face back. Yeah. It's funny. Um, speaking of that, I was going through some old emails yesterday of, um, cause I was telling, uh, uh Patricia and Brianna that I, obviously I get hate mail death threats just from owning and running a company that has the reach that we do. Mm -hmm. I'm just going through some old stuff. Um, I used to wake up my mornings with people calling me assholes and dropping F bombs and saying they wanted to kill me and stuff like that. It's, um, it's really fun when you go back and look through Mm -hmm. the comments of some of our stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you very heartwarming, don't do that. I mean, you can do that. Obviously it's land of the free should be proud, you know, yes, you can call us whatever you want, but you know, we really like nice things too. I've called myself worse. Don't worry. Um, anything else you want to cover? 
No, I have written down <laughs> Anthony Weiner, and I just don't even know if I want to go into well, I it. <laughs> Um, it's just incredible what this guy has done. He's completely ruined his life. He was an up-and-coming star in the Democratic Party, um, somebody who was the future mayor of New York City, uh, married to a very high-power woman in Uma Abedin. Um, so, you know, it's just really sad to see that this is actually a sickness. What this is? is a, his, his inability to not be sexually active over text messaging with women. I, and, I, and I use the term women loosely. Because the reason he's going to jail, folks, is because he was texting a 15-year-old across state lines, which is now a federal crime. But you know what? If I may finish. You may. Thank you so much. Um, the fact of the matter is he's lucky. He is lucky that he did this across state lines because now he's going to federal prison. He's not going to upstate New York prison or he's not going to Sing Sing. He is going to federal is camp. Is Sing Sing still a thing? That's absolutely still a thing. I always am talking about that on Law and Order SVU. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So uh, anyway, it's just just really, really more of a uh, a note to say well, what, I think a, what there, a tragedy. I think there goes, there goes through, there, and I don't know what the actual diagnosis would be, and we're not doctors. Um, we play one on podcasts, mm -hmm. but it's like, what is it that, you know, is it the fact that he has to give in to every impulse, right? So like if you're super horny at work, you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to go masturbate in the corner it's right now, right? And so when he's super horny, is it like, okay, let me find people online and just kind of show, you know, show them my bird, right? I guess so. Uh, but what for me, that's all bad. I'm not, I'm not even downplaying it. But for me as a father, I was, he has got a kid. He was sending dick pics while he was next, next to, to the kid. Yes. Disgusting. It's, it's so a sickness. And I don't understand. I mean, I understand how, I mean, no, how could you get a sec? How could you get a boner next to your kid? Thank right? you. Anyway. And, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's, a, if it's a morning boner, if you have to pee, you know, I get it. But it's, he's literally sick. No, come on. We all get morning boners with, with pee. No. <laughs> all right. But anyways. Uh, but getting sexually active next while you're like cuddling your child. Yeah, odd. odd. But she, I mean, she, she a, forgave she, him, and she's a couple times. But I don't she anymore. Are we Not back anymore? To, no. So he's gotta go through a divorce hearing behind bars. How awesome is that? Uh, I feel bad for him. Like I don't. I know. At this point, I don't. But it, it, maybe I just do. Just from a standpoint of just it's just sick. A sickness, right? Yeah. I feel bad for her that she just could. It's like just, how, uh, how, how is that exciting? I feel bad for everybody. How is that exciting? Sending a picture. To somebody getting a picture but how is that exciting i all right so here's the deal i i was past the whole sexting and um because uh, when gina and i started dating past it it was yeah like literally meaning i'm sorry before i was before it before before it that's what i meant like we were in the days of instant messenger so oh yeah yeah so whatever you you, you talk to your you know at that time girlfriend whatever right. however you talk uh but like we had flip phones, and if you could take a picture, it was super grainy, right? Yeah. So, and I was never really into taking pictures yeah. of myself and then sending it. Uh, but I wasn't I into missed, it because I'd look at myself and I say, "Who would want to see this?" I, like, because we, we graduated in two thousand five and moved into in together. So at that point, like, why would we send naked pics to each other? We lived together, right? So, but really, when this whole sexting thing kind of grew, it was like two thousand five, two thousand six yeah. until today. Yeah. I missed this whole thing. Should I send Snapchat this? exists because of this. Is do you think so? I 100% think so. Chat roulette. Chat roulette. I, I do remember chat roulette. So. Um, but chat roulette was really interesting. Yeah. So. Do you know what that anyway, is? Uh, no, but it sounds Does like it still you exist? just. If you go to chatroulette.com, literally, it just throws you up on a live stream with somebody. Yeah, see, that's. Uh, and they're usually like in a cat outfit, like with uh, Porky Pig style. With oh my on goodness. Below. Yeah. 
Oh my amazing. goodness! Crazy. So I missed that whole thing. Did you? Any of you guys? I missed it here? as well. Uh, that, that wasn't something that that I did. You have? Oh, she has to. Ah, uh, she has to. Yeah, Stevo. Look, I mean. Is this, is this awkward for me asking we might, you guys yeah, this? Yeah, we should probably steal their phones later. Let's keep it on that. We should probably talk to HR after Yeah, this. Uh, um, it's not good. We went down any, anyway, so Anthony so, Weiner. Yeah, Anthony Weiner. Uh, just uh, sorry for bringing it up, but just just a sad story, really. At the end of the day, guy ruined his life, and uh, it'll never be the same. I just feel I do feel bad for for the for the child. It's like kind of like she's. She Granted, will grow up to Granted, read about it. He's an it. interesting looking character. Oh, yeah. And his last name is Wiener, right? So she's already going to have a tough life anyway. Yep. But to have him really, I mean, the script wrote itself for this. It I was know. just. I love the headline, Wiener Does Hard Time. Yeah. The best. Yeah. The best. Didn't win. Wow. Touche. But I didn't win. We do some headline testing around here. Headline testing. Anyways. Uh, but, uh, um, cool. A- any big plans for today on a Wednesday? Uh, no, no, no. You look just, good. Uh, thank you. I'm feeling good. Got a lot of sleep last night. Uh, you know. Just, when the uh, cat's away, huh? Yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> you know how it is. What about you? Anything going on today? Um, no. No. Nice, right? I would call it 3.30. Yeah. Oh. And that usually just kind of. I have a lot of anxiety about stuff like that because I'm like, mm. oh, I have a call, so that means I can't do anything around this time. Right. Prep and ah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's what we got. This is. Um, do we call it episode two, Steve, or episode thirty-seven? Two. two. So when we try and get people to do the podcast with us, do we kind of lie and say we're on episode thirty-eight? Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, that is a plan. We'll plan on getting some guests. We're gonna have people Great. phone in. Um, we'll see if we can get some people coming here. Maybe we'll go travel. Yeah. Maybe we're gonna Sounds do it in Bali. <laughs> Bali. Excuse you. <laughs> Take over on topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good job, we, Matt. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so great. So again, if you want to get that Berkey, um, email us at podcast at the alternative daily dot com. Subject line Berkey. Um, just leave us a comment, question, snide remark, etc. Um, you can find us online at the alternative daily dot com. Are you on Twitter yet? Matt? I am not. Get on there. It's a dark place. Yes, perfect. Um, Sounds amazing. Uh, Twitter at Jake Surfs. And you can find all of us at the alternativedaily.com. Perfect. And Steve's personal number is 561. 480. There we go. <laughs> uh, 8675. For all of us here in the office, have a good day. Ciao.